Blog Talk Radio. Politrix. With Mercer Prescott and his band of eclectic cronies. 6.30 p.m. every Monday. Politrix, Politrix, it's what you need to know. 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 Break it down, man, fuck the fake news. Donald Trump's ties, 
to the Russians through money, right? Here, uh, long and short of it is, U.S. banks don't lend Donald Trump money anymore because he's not good for it. He's a horrible, horrible risk. So U.S. banks don't loan Trump money anymore. And Deutsche Bank, the largest bank in Germany, loaned Trump money, and they found out, yeah, that was a big mistake. So there was a uh, senator, Chris Van Hollen, right? And uh, this is as of uh, not too long ago. He has written to Deutsche Bank, and uh, this is coming out of one of the newspapers. Uh, I forgot to write down which one. I kind of put this together kind of quick, but uh, Chris Van Hollen has written to Deutsche Bank asking for assurances that it will not use the president's outstanding multi-million dollar loans as leverage. The Democratic senator is also demanding to know whether the bank has restructured Trump's debt or sold it to foreign entities. And in the article, foreign entities is in, is in quotations. Foreign entities means the Russians. Let's just be clear about that. So Trump currently has two loans and two mortgages with Deutsche Bank and owes about $340 million. The bank has also extended another $950 million to a venture in which Trump owns a 30% stake. And oh, I did write it down. That came from the Wall Street, uh, came from the Wall Street Journal. Right now, let's talk about. I don't know. Barron excluded because he's only ten. I don't know which one of Trump's sons are dumber, which is Eric or Donald Jr. A lot of people say Eric. Definitely Eric, but Donald Trump Jr. is not too far behind. This is from a few years ago. Well, it was reported recently, but it's from a few years ago. Uh, Eric Trump was uh, with a uh, some golf editor, right? And they were talking about funding. So this is from the point of view of the golf editor with Eric Trump at one of the golf resorts that they were doing the article. And this is uh, three years ago, right? He says, uh, as we were sitting off, I said, Eric, who's funding? I know, no banks because of the recession, the Great Recession, the banks haven't touched the golf course. No one's funding any sort of golf construction. It's dead in the water the last four or five years. And this is what Eric Trump said. He said, well, we don't rely on American banks. We have all the funding we need out of Russia. I said, really? And he said, oh, yeah, we got some guys that really, really love golf, and they're really invested in our, pro- in our programs. We just don't – we go there all the time, right? And like the guy said, that was uh, three years ago. Right. So Trump is uh he is deep, deep into uh into the Russians for a lot of money. Charles, you on the you on the line? I heard you're having some bad reception out there. I thought we have my we I thought we had our main man Charles the Saint on the line. He's out in Arizona. Probably sunspots. <laughs> He's nothing but sun out there in Arizona, which is not such a bad thing. So hopefully we'll we'll get uh we'll get him on the line. You know, get his opinion on some of this. Uh going back to the point is that this wouldn't have been the first time one of the Trump offspring bragged about Russian funding at a real estate conference. And this is back in 2008. Donald Trump Jr. said that 
of Russian money was pouring into the Trump businesses. But there's been another investigation going on about uh, possible money laundering with Trump properties. And I didn't have enough information on it. But you figure, why would the Russians invest in a bunch of doofuses like the Trumps unless they were getting something out of it? And we're talking about this is back in 2008, long before Trump was ever running for president. Right? We know Trump is a shady businessman because he made a fake college, for Christ's sakes. So, now, jumping on to another part of the spectrum, uh, the Russian investigations against Trump, right? Did you know uh, Michael Flynn was fired, right? The funny thing about Michael Flynn being fired was that not only did Sally Yates, who was the acting attorney general, warn Trump about Michael Flynn, but so did President Obama. And we're not talking about, like, in a letter or an email. To Trump's face, he warned him, yeah, stay away from Flynn. Because, yeah, as Trump said in trying to deflect the blame, he said, yeah, it was Obama who gave him the highest security clearance, yeah. And it was also the Obama administration that fired him for shady dealings. And he told Trump to his face, don't hire this guy. Stay away from this guy. And Trump hired him anyway. And his excuse was, uh, his excuse was basically, uh, I thought Obama was joking. You know when Obama jokes? When he's doing the White House Correspondents' Dinners. That's when he jokes. Okay, all the rest of the times, he ain't joking. Nobody's smiling. So, but you figure anybody who, uh, oh, you out there, Charles? Otis Lane. This is Otis Lane. What's going on, Odie? Hey, hey, I just wrapped up some work, so I was able to, to hop on. Nice, nice. We were, we were, I was just talking about uh, Trump's ties to, uh, to Russia as far as the money goes, as far as all the money that he's been receiving from the Russians since at least 2008. And I was just about nice. to talk about all the, all the people he's fired uh, in the last uh, few months. Would you got that on the spreadsheet or use a Venn diagram or what? <laughs> I know there's been a lot of people. But you figure, uh, and I know, I know I'm butchering this poor gentleman's name, Preet uh, Baraha, I think that's how you pronounce his name. I apologize, sir. I know you're a distinguished gentleman. I'm butchering your name. But, but um, I'll just call him Preet. I know I'm pronouncing that part of it right. He is a U.S. attorney from New York, right? And he's, you know, he's more on the Democratic side, but you figure Faith could have been the one to investigate Trump's dealings in New York because you know that he's deep in New York. I mean, he's from New York, right? He has a lot of holdings in New York, and the New York attorney general would have been the one to... Now, I didn't look to see if he was the attorney general who... the one who investigated him for Trump University. That I can't verify 100%. I, I, mm, to look into I, that. Don't, I think 
I thought the attorney general, well, is, are you saying Trump University in New York specifically? Yes. Okay, because I was going to say, I remember Florida, there was somebody in Florida, a woman, well, and she got a job. Yeah. Well, she's the one that, that Trump paid off to not right. investigate. But in the other states, uh, I guess the money wasn't green enough or they just couldn't be bought. So, But uh, they had to fire him because he wouldn't resign. And then you have uh, Sally Yates, who's the acting attorney general. Uh, she was fired because she wouldn't support Trump's travel ban. Now, yeah, she, yeah, and it was basically because, for the same reason why the judges banned it twice, it was unconstitutional. Now, I, 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 I have to say, you know, it's it's such a downgrade where you had a president like like Barack Obama, who was a constitutional scholar. He taught it in college, so he knows it back to front, right? So he probably didn't write as many executive orders because he does them right. Yeah, some of them get challenged, but it's usually partisan, partisan bullshit. But how many of Trump's executive orders have been struck down by judges already for being unconstitutional? Because he's never read the Constitution. The travel ban twice, and there was another one that got struck down uh, recently, and one that's about to get struck down. Oh, God, what was it? I don't remember the top of my head. But, um, I don't know. I can't. I'm not keeping it. Yeah. I'm not keeping it. It's just too many to count. Yeah. But, I mean, this man does not know what he's doing, right? And then, of course, you have the reason why we're all here today, James Comey, right? The whole thing about Trump saying that James Comey was fired because of his handling of uh, Hillary Clinton's emails is bullshit. Because when that happened back in October, when he said he was reopening the investigation, and now I will say one thing, okay? You remember, Odie, when, uh, when they were going to reopen the investigation and they said they had this whole big blockbuster thing and uh, they had a uh, – God, what was her name? Huma Aberdeen, Anthony Weiner's wife. Yeah, that she was taking all these all this information and sending it to Anthony Weiner, and you know, to print out and all this other stuff. And it turned out the reason why it was going there is not because she was forwarding it there; it was the automatic backup of her phone. So the automatic backup of her phone was backed up on her laptop, which is, of course, at the place where she lives, her husband's house. They made it seem like Anthony Weiner had something to do with it directly. And it was very misleading. So, yes, they cleared Hillary before the election, but just the fact that James Comey told Congress, yeah, we're reopening the investigation on Hillary's email because we found something shocking. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah. yeah. That Wow. Yeah. So the fact that that happened, that did happen. Okay. But the fact that Trump but you can't fire... be seeing Hillary now, like like after you through so, uh, as Maxine Waters, who was that that said so so rude and so nasty? I don't remember where the hell that came from. Probably from the reality show. But anyway, 
to be so rude and so nasty to Hillary as long as you have, and then go with, oh well, we were just trying to be do the right thing here. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, no. So now you want to invoke Hillary's name into this shit? Exactly. And it's like, who believes that shit? So, yeah, did Comey screw up? Yeah. But do we believe that that's the reason why Trump fired Comey? Come on. Get the fuck out of here with that horse. Didn't he just ask for more funding to to do this investigation? Yes, and I was going to get to that. There were two things why... Comey got fired, okay? Number one, uh, exactly what you said. Comey was on to something, and he asked Jeff Sessions, the Justice Department, for more funding. And you know that Keebler Elf is, like, you know, number one on Trump's side. Jeff Sessions looks just like one of the Keebler Elves. He really does. And, And he's also four feet tall, which, you know, He's a little taller than that, but <laughs> but you know Jeff Sessions is towing that line all the way. So it's basically number one, just like you said, he uh, he asked more funding to expand the investigation, and number two, he put out a bunch of subpoenas for Michael Flynn's associates. Michael Flynn has been a, uh, a lead weight around Trump's neck this entire time, even though Sally Yates and Obama told him, don't hire this guy because he's shady. And he hired him anyway. I don't understand why, why subpoenas would have this guy shook. As much as he fucking lies like a rug, I don't understand, like, why. Like, just go ahead and let them do the investigation and find what they want to find, and you just fucking lie about it like you always do, bro. Like, just do that <laughs> shit. Is that what you always do? But, but the problem is this. If Trump ever has to take the stand, and he's under oath, everything he says will be held against him. That's the problem. You know, that's the big problem. Because, yeah, Trump can, can lie. Hell, lying got him elected president. Being on both sides of the issue at once got him to, to be president. But if he's under oath and he lies under oath, that's perjury. And he can he can do time for that. Will I mean will he get convicted? Who knows? But it's why take a chance? Trump can never go on the stand and be under oath. The way he lies, no way. So he has to stall this investigation as much as possible. Because as much of a dink as James Comey is, he thinks he's doing the right thing. You know, he's going to do his job, you know, even though, you know, he's like somebody who's too good at their job to the point where he's in that. (laughs) You know, so he had to get rid of him. Put it like this. They brought up uh, Nixon. The whole, uh, what do you call it, the Saturday Night Massacre, when Nixon fired a whole bunch of people who were investigating him from uh, you mm. know, from office. And not too long after that, he was impeached. Well, he was going to be impeached, and then he resigned before he could be impeached. Now, here's the thing. 
There is no way. If you held impeachment hearings now, right this second, uh, Trump would win because the Republicans haven't gotten what they want from Trump yet. Right. And maybe they, well, maybe they can't guarantee that they'll get it from Mike Pence. Okay. Oh, like I mean, I just don't see what else they could possibly want, considering what he's on, what damage he's already done. True, but the thing is, once they pass those bills to Congress, the president has to sign it. So, yeah, I mean, like Trump here, right? You figure it shoves a metal rod in the ass of poor people and gives an almost trillion dollar tax cut to the rich. So, like, all these one percenters will be getting at least an extra, we'll be saving about 7 to $10 million a year in taxes. And out of the rest of the 99%, the only people who are going to make out good are young, healthy people. They'll be paying less on their premiums, but the problem is nobody stays young forever. Nobody stays healthy forever. Eventually, you're going to get old and you're going to get sick. So, but... The Republicans haven't gotten all they wanted out of Trump yet. So, that, I mean, if you were here, even like somebody like Marco Rubio, who Trump horribly insulted, Ted Cruz, who Trump, hor- Trump insulted his wife, called his father a murderer, said that he was involved with the JFK killings, and Ted Cruz is still going to bat for him, still cupping his balls because they haven't gotten what they wanted yet. Once they get what they want from Trump, McConnell, Paul Ryan, all of them are going to turn on them. So I'm pretty sure if Trump care were to pass and those investigations, as the heat turns up on those investigations, you can bet your ass Trump is gone. If they pull up an impeachment hearing, they'll vote him out. And then we'll have President, uh, President Mike Pence. Do you think he's in on it? Who, Pence? That's the problem. No, nobody no, knows. No. Nobody Oh, Trump? Well, that's the thing. They're using Trump's narcissism against him because so long as they're cupping his balls and giving him those reach arounds, he doesn't know that they're going to get they're out to kill him. Because they, the Republicans figured, all right, Trump's the nominee. Let's make the best of this horseshit. So let's take his ego, let's get what we want, and then when we get all that we want, we'll get rid of him. Because, honestly, how many conflicts of interest can one man have? Put it like this. Put it like this, Odie. The day after, wasn't it either the same day or the day after uh, they fired James Comey, they had uh, Russian uh, officials were visiting the White House, and then they kicked out the American press. So only the Russian press was there. Right, and the Russian press is basically just a photographer taking pictures. The White House didn't tell the press anything about that meeting. And here's the worst part about that meeting, right? One of the people who was in there, right, was uh, Sisliak, if I'm pronouncing his name right. That's the guy who got Michael Flynn fired, because that's the guy who Michael Flynn was discussing sanctions with that got Michael Flynn fired from the White House. Because he didn't tell Mike Pence about that meeting, that he was meeting with Sisliak. 
And now that guy was at the White House either the same day or the day after James Coleman gets fired from the FBI because he's turning up the heat on the investigation. Hmm. How much more? How much more proof do you need? Politics. Politics. Fire from the That sounds like some real politics right there. You know what I mean? What's up, sir? What's up? Yeah, that's a that's yeah, that's like, politics. He's a motherfucking gangster, thug. This motherfucker's mob. He got mob ties. Damn right he does. And so, is that is that is that you, Nation? Oh, what's up, man? Hello, 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 hello. Yep, what's up, man? Yep, so, yeah. so, all right. So, I, I, I've talked long enough, and I'm going to open up the floor. What do you guys think about this? Do you think that, uh, how much longer do you think Trump's going to last? I, I think, I think, how long is um, it's it's a good uh it's a good uh soap opera going on because it's 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 crazy. It's like you're watching a movie. These things happen in the movies to me. No, it's like I'm watching Scandal and Veep and um yeah. House Mountain. of Cards or House of right, Cards. Right. The one with Kevin Stacey, that Yeah, that's House of Cards. House of Cards, yeah. Jesus I mean, Christ, it, like it, we'll be watching that one. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like every week is something new. Every week is something new. Every I've week? never seen something. You need, you need every yeah. day. Every day, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, you don't, you don't. Hold on, Clay Collins must want to get this thing on. To answer your question, how long was Nixon in office? Uh Nixon was. He lasted a term. He didn't last. I don't think he lasted a year into his second term because that's when that whole Watergate thing happened. And then you know uh, it went downhill from there. So, so I mean he won his reelection handily, but he didn't last very long in his second term because of all the stuff that went on. With you know, right, so then we might be looking at five years. Then we might be looking at five years. You know, like I said, if I wouldn't say five. If the Democrats would get their shit together and they could at least take back the House, actually they could they're eventually take them back to Senate. Because they're not, I mean the House is pretty much deep in Republicans, but the Senate they only don't have to flip that many seats. And they can get something well, going, but you know. Maybe this is the wake up call America needs. Fuck all fuck all these gangs, these reds and these blues, you know what I'm saying? Everybody needs to be their own person. They shouldn't be all these sides. The sides is what's killing us. Because I bet you, if we didn't have sides like these Crips and these Bloods, these Republicans and these Democrats, that's how I feel about them, then we probably wouldn't have half the issues we have passing certain bills or getting stupid bills passed. Because they, a lot of people vote along the, the sides of their Democrat, their, their party. And I think, honestly, I mean, I thought... I voted straight Democrat tickets before the majority of my voting years just based on the fact that I consider myself a Democrat. Not half, half not half knowing half the shit I was voting for, to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you figure like this. You figure someone like Bernie Sanders, right? Why, if Bernie Sanders had ran, he would have won. Because Bernie appeals to everybody. Because Bernie's not talking like I'm a Democrat. Bernie's an independent. 
but he just ran as a Democrat, but he doesn't talk that partisan BS. He just talks about the issues. And it's like, you know, the issues that affect everybody. Which is why Bernie would have... Now, the only problem is, in the next election, Bernie will be like 79. But, I'd right. vote for him anyway. Right. You know, I'd vote for him regardless. But is that a big deal? Okay. No, how old was Donald Reagan? Wasn't Reagan like the oldest president ever? Yeah. But, you know, that's people's excuse for not voting for Bernie because he'll be too old. But you figure, somebody, I think Young Turks is talking about that. You figure Hillary will be like 71 or 72 in the next election. Trump will be uh, 75. So it's not How like, you, gotta be you know. you got to be president, what, 35, something like that? 35. Yeah, so, 35. Yeah. I think Barack is going to be youngest. Where does thing where you can only do two terms? Where that come from? Because I want to get that appeal. That oh, that that came from uh, FDR. Because I think he was on his like his third or fourth term because he was so popular. Put it like this: only way FDR got in office, he died. So they would kept voting for him over and over again. So because of FDR, they did the two term limit for presidents. Man, imagine if that wasn't, I mean, I know people say, oh, it feels like a dictatorship. Well, the, our, our electoral process would never allow it to feel like a dictatorship. So to say you can only do two terms, in essence, is one of the, is really stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, it's like if that's a popular term, vote, that's a popular right? vote. But I would do, I would flip-flop. Yeah. I'd be like, I do two terms. My vice president do two terms. I come back and do another two terms. You come back and do two. Now, I wonder if you could do that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying they probably wouldn't allow it. Huh? You know, it would have to require. It would require a change of the constitution, and they need at least what is it like two thirds vote to to change it to change something in the constitution or to get an amendment. So how's that in the constitution? You sure that's in the constitution? I mean, to, to make an amendment to the Constitution like that, as far as uh, changing one of the rules, yeah, I think it needs like two-thirds. I don't think that's in the Constitution, Merck. That don't sound like no constitutional matter. Are you talking about as far as uh, – let me make sure I got this right. You're talking about as far as like if you wanted to uh, do a term and let someone else do a term, like your vice president or something yeah, like that? Know, you know, do more basically – Figure out a way to do more than two turns during the lifespan, not just back to back like that. You know what I mean? To do, to do more than two terms, you would have to repeal that amendment, and that would need Amendment. a two-thirds vote. And and that's something that would probably – I'm saying right now. I'm not saying that would never happen, but right now, it would never happen. Maybe in the future. But the problem is, is that, yeah, we have somebody like Bernie. I'd love to see Bernie do four terms. But then again, who wants Trump to do four terms? <laughs> so we were just lucky that we had it on somebody that people liked, like for, for FDR. If you had somebody who nobody liked and they were ended up uh, not nobody liked, I mean, you figure if, if no one likes him, they wouldn't vote for him. Right. But exactly. if you have a situation like, like with the Electoral College, because you figure Trump lost by 3 million votes and because of the Electoral College got voted president. The Electoral College was basically set up so that slave owning states could have a say. 
That's really all that is. It, it's very archaic. And but if you erase that, fuck what a state says, what the people say. There's too much division in this country, and it all starts with state lines. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. They use that whole state thing when they don't want to deal with something. Because now, like with, the, with health insurance, they're trying to they're call it a, a state issue now. As to whether states should, uh, how states should do it with, uh, with health insurance. They skate back and forth between that when they don't want to deal with an issue. You know. But I mean, I, I figured like this if you have a ticket of Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard, who was a lawmaker out of Hawaii, you have that. They won. If Bernie Sanders were to run in uh, 2020, he'd win. It would be hands down. Where if I was Bernie, I... Forget the old timers. Where's the up and coming at? Who we need to be looking out for? Who could really reshape this nation in the direction it needs to go in? You know who I would say right now? Oh, no. I keep that. I keep that out. No. Cory Booker's a sellout. And I high hopes of Cory Booker. I mean, he talks a good game. He had me convinced for a bit, but he's a sellout. I would say, uh, oh, I would say between Tulsi Gabbard and uh, Joe Kennedy the third. Uh, Jazz Case Grand Nephew, that shit is on fire. Now, I'm not just saying that because he's, he's a ginger. I'm just saying that because he's on fire. Like, every time I hear this guy speak, he is 100% on point. And, and he pulls no punches when it comes to dealing with BS, whether it comes from Democrats or Republicans. So, yeah, I would say uh, he's definitely an up-and-comer. Uh, and Tulsi Gabbard would definitely get my votes if they ran. Kamala Harris, uh, she goes back and forth. Oh, say again? I said, what makes them good candidates? Like, what makes them worthy of that title? Uh, Because they're, not just because they're progressives, but because they they stick to their guns. And that's kind of the thing with Bernie. Like, people say, well, Bernie says the same thing over and over. I'm like, yeah, because he believes in it. (laughs) He's not like Hillary and Trump who are on both sides of the issue at the same time. Mm-hmm. Bernie's only weakness is foreign policy, but you got people for that. You think, do you think Obama was a foreign policy master when he first became president? No, but you know what? You got people for that. You know. I mean, it's not like you can come on to, I mean, yes, president is the most important job in the world. But you can't come on expecting to know everything. That's why you surround yourself with good people. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump surrounds himself with glad-handing douchebag yes-men, and that's why he's about to be impeached. So, but, you know, I, I, I think about that a little, a little bit. Like I said, Bernie, uh, he's like 74 years old. You know, so like like Blue was saying, who's going to be the next Bernie Sanders, or not even the next Bernie Sanders? Who's going to be the next champion of the people? You know, that could be me. I may run if I buy if I buy one more suit and learn to drive a car. I'd probably run for office. I just have one jacket. I don't know if I could run on one jacket. I'd be the only person running in jeans and a pullover. 
<laughs> jeans and a polo shirt, my raggedy Nikes running for public office. Who gives a shit? It's not like there's a dress code. Well, there might be, but I wouldn't follow it. But I think the pro- I think the thing is, is that now more young people are getting involved in politics. They're getting fired up, and they're getting involved, and that's a good thing. Because you got, and I'm not saying that just because you're young, you can have hot, fresh ideas, you know. But young people have better access to information. You figure you have somebody old. Who are you getting their news from? Fox News. You know, they're watching, uh, they're watching Bill O'Reilly, you know, call black women hot chocolate on the air. Well, he didn't say it on the air, but you know what? He did. You know what? I don't know why I think that's the worst thing Bill O'Reilly has done on the air. He called uh, a black college professor on his show. He said, well, you you look like a cocaine dealer. Yeah, he said you look like a drug dealer. You look like one, by the way. Yeah, to his face. Being more educated than you, and you're saying that he looks like a drug dealer? Yeah. Really, my nigga? Fuck him. Goodbye. He was like... He said black people are ill-educated and have tattoos on their foreheads. I'm like, that's what you get for watching them little Uzi Vert videos. That's not us. But I will say one thing real quick. I know we only have a few minutes left. I'm glad, and I know I know you'll appreciate this, Odie. Did you see Bessie DeVos get booed? At, uh, Absolutely. I was living. I was living at. I was living through those students at Bethune Cookman. Like that shit just pissed me off to like I y'all like y'all know I'm back in school. So as someone who delayed their education and is now back, I can't imagine graduating in a year or two from now and then having this the that my school that I worked so hard for and she's taken away from my day with her like with her ridiculousness, just her presence. Like, get out of here. You are not welcome. Everybody's world is going to be a problem. I'm hearing that they had the nerve to give this bitch an honorable, um, honorable doctorate degree from Bethune Cookman. From a school that doesn't even have career program. Watch that now. <laughs> man, that was, that was horrible, man. Yeah, was really horrible. I'll tell you let's start giving our honorary doctorate degrees via. Um, we do like Oprah when she was giving away all them gifts and cars on her show. Yeah, you get a, a, an honorary doctorate degree. <laughs> no, that's like giving a doctorate from Trump University. Yeah, there you go. And then and the funniest part about that whole thing to me. And I used to respect that institution. Not anymore. And now that there's America, nope. because if, if they know anything about that school's program, uh, how can you do that? It means nothing. It's not like Harvard or something that have doctorate programs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the and funny part about that whole thing to me. And, she, and then this bitch don't even give a fuck about education, right? Isn't this the one who wants to undermine everything yeah. regarding public education? This is the same bitch that said that. That black people had the choice, and that um, HBCUs were real pioneers in the field of education because 
we wanted to provide alternatives. No bitch is no alternative. Like, and then I hear, I hear saying that he's pondering, then Trump is pondering an initiative to say, hey, I don't know if they should be federally funded based on the race, based on the race, um, yeah. you know, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Are you okay? I'm comfortable so, but I know to white me, people that I, I see more white people in the lawyer program at Central than I do at the um the one at what is the other one? UNC? You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh yeah, don't let them need don't let them need um to go to law school. Like Central is and one, one of the, the top law schools, law schools in the country. Period. In the country. Like this is one of the top. So Nobby. But you saying it's unconstitutional and you got to be funny, motherfuckers. Okay. Right. He's doing his research, yeah, but I don't think he's going to But that's our uh, president. And it's, Merck, it's people like Merck's yeah. fault for not voting for the president. But I, I, I'm going to rest that right there. I'm arrest that right there. Oh, trust me, I, I I I've been fighting that since November. So you know what? Bring bring it on, brother. Bring it on. <laughs> I've been catch, I've been catching that heat because I, I but you know what? It would have been any better, but it would have been a different reality that more one that I could relate to and be okay with. Yeah, she might have not right. would have did anything for the blacks, but she wouldn't have undermined everything about the basis of. Um, how, how do you say in English? The basis of, you know, just natural stuff, the stuff that women should go, the way it's the way the no. stuff should be. Or forget the EPA's rules. Or let's kill back some of these populations, these um pollution regulations. That she would have never did anything like that. You know what I mean? No. My my thing is this with, with someone like Hillary, you know. If there was a, if the Hillary that ran as a first year senator ran, I'd have probably voted for her. But now this old, like, money-scarred Hillary? No. Because basically, her vote could be changed with money. And that's the thing, you know. Even Obama taking that money from the uh, from the bankers to do speeches, right? And I defended Obama, but at the same time, that's the reason why those bankers aren't in prison right now. The ones who destroyed the economy, they should be in prison breaking big rocks with little hammers, and they're not because the Obama administration didn't really go after him. So now Obama is a private right. citizen, so. and they're giving him all this money for speeches, and it's like, oh, that makes sense. You know? Hillary would have been nah, 10 times worse. Nah, nah, like that. Yeah, I'm going to do it like, like it's, it's, like, it's M.O.B. It's, it's M.O.B., money over big you know That's all that Obama's saying. It's Obama's it's a Chicago it's gangster. It's about, <laughs> about what you do with the money. It's about what you do with the money. What's Obama going to do with that money? I guess. Somebody in Chicago is going to go to school because of that money. Somebody's going to become educated. I or bet get you he'll reinvest that money where it's supposed to go. He'll, he'll probably pull a champ, a champ, exactly. a champ to wrap a move and put it back in Chicago. Even if it's just one put it right back in the it's more than what anybody else is doing. Hillary will put that shit right that. in her pocket. She's been, she's been MIA. Like, yeah, money over bitches because he's about to use their own money against them. Like, okay, yeah. y'all want to go ahead and like, Michelle ain't having it. Michelle already said what their stance is. And I don't doubt that they're, especially now that they don't even have to do this shit, people was jumping on their backs and trying to say, oh, you shouldn't have taken the money. Nigga, like, what? Oh, she said the N-word. 